Showtime is go time. Episode 21. After show, after party, orange juice and Bacardi. I'm old enough, I made enough to move to Abu Dhabi. Of the ODP. Yeah. Old friends and comment, but where you been? One fish, two fish, y'all all switched. Past tense, back when I was I have a new face next to me. It's not new to me. I definitely sound like I'm Echo, at least in these headphones. What's going on? Did I stop? I think we're good. Smile, lady. You are now rocking. I feel like I'm going to be playing a lot of music today. It's a lot of music, I feel like. Rest in peace to the great Nate Dog. Legendary. Fifth gear, before fifth gear, really, really into it. Welcome to episode 21 of the OD podcast. I am your host, Terrell Relly. To my right, we have somebody that is new to the pod, not new to me by no means. Some of you guys may know her as Brianna. I know her as Rambo. So that's yeah. what she will be from for here on out for the duration of the show. Shout out to Rambo. How are you, lady? I'm good. Yeah, on this podcast, I'll be Rambo. Yes, on this podcast. I feel like, can you do me a quick favor? And this is kind of awkward, but can you put on these headphones and tell me if you hear an echo? An echo? Because if you hear an echo, something has to change kind of quickly. Because it'll be like that, that. But I could be wrong. But um, it's definitely a lot to, to talk about today. We have a lot of music that we're definitely going to talk about. But I appreciate you guys for sticking with us. This is episode 21 of the OD podcast. Episode 20 was OD on Plan B. Shout out to Aaliyah. Shout out to Salim. Um, it is what it is. Super I, shout out to Salim. I'm, I miss him on the podcast. That's my today. guy, man. That's my guy. I'm pretty sure Florida Man will be, uh, will be on tomorrow's radio show. Did it sound yeah. like it was did it, a little bit? Echo. It's a little bit. Hopefully, it doesn't it's echo. Not that bad. This, hopefully, it doesn't echo on streaming um when we when we take our first little break i'm gonna try to reset some stuff and double check some things um this is actually really really awkward but i think we're good now but um what's up lady how are you i'm good i'm good you you're here i'm pretty good it's hot as hell in vegas but that's vegas for you nothing that's that's nothing unfamiliar that's not unfamiliar territory at a time like this for sure (laughs) um but you're out here 
you're yep, vacationing. Trip. Quarantine vacation. Quarantine vacation. Do we what do we corn corncation? Do we have one for that? Yeah. Vacatine? Like what is this? <laughs> I don't know what this but anyway. Um, one of those. I'm not sure how long you be out here for, but just the weekend. Just the weekend? Yeah. So, I mean, again, hopefully you'll be able to get a little bit done out here. I'm not sure what's just even open. I don't leave my house. Nothing. I'm serious. Yeah, we're just Airbnb and just staying inside. Just want to be in a different environment than back home <laughs> for the holidays. And see, I'm I'm missing home at a time mm-hmm. like this. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I'm not really sure how to go about it because I feel like I'm doing a responsible thing by staying behind so yeah. you might have to talk it to the mic because i realize when i talk it to the mic it sounds better Something. um so yeah so as i've said before i know why it's echoing because we the might have somebody one? yes we might have somebody joining us later um and chris oh. who that's what we need to actually make sure is off mm-hmm. and now i think we are a lot better all right so we have a lot of music to discuss today yeah. Um, I'm not it's really sure how to on. feel because um, for the first time in a really, really long time, I, it's it's funny to see so many people say that they were surprised by the fact that the world tried to cancel this person. I wasn't that surprised, but especially understanding the, the world that we live in today, this is a day and age where oh, yeah. it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It just it just doesn't matter. So we gonna we gonna have Cole playing in the background a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yes, but Cole yes. dropped the song. Yeah, this is for <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn and get comfortable for this one. Shout out to J Money Clothing, Dream Dream Team Inspired. Shout out. You see, I haven't really talked about this because. All I had to do was go back and listen to it, and it didn't sound too, too bad. <laughs> so, all right. So, we, we're going to start with Cole, and he, he started talking right away on the track. I'm going to kind of let it play in the background, kind of let him float, float in the room like Amoeba. <laughs> um, why they wanted to cancel him over this, I'm a little confused. I was, too. But I was pre- I knew it was going to happen. I I knew. You don't like Cole. They was looking for everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what it is. I truthfully couldn't. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, full by my college degree. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times, and I started to read. She mad at these crackers. She mad at these capitalists. Mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas. She mad at our ignorance. She wear a heart on the sleeve. She mad at the celebrities. Low key, I be thinking she talking about me. Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism. So when I see something that's valid, I listen. But shit, it's something about the queen tone that's bothering me. She strike me as screw. So. Cole continued to get into what he deemed this young lady to be, and he deemed her to be somebody who was clearly intelligent mm-hmm. on the movement. Um, and if you guys are unfamiliar with that song, that song is Snow on the Bluff. Shout out to my teacher. Shout out to uh, Dr. Devon, excuse me, Dr. Javon Johnson uh, for going back and forth with me on Twitter. And a lot of people were saying that the person that he was speaking about is this young lady named No Name. If I recall correctly, a Chicago artist. Please don't kill me if I'm wrong. I apologize. Uh, I believe okay. she's in a. It's, I believe she's a Chicago artist, and she responded. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna let her response rock. It definitely was not that long, 
I'm gonna let that rock as well. And we will see what the conversation is like. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We got to go back just so the patriarchy bar can get off. I saw a demon on my shoulders looking like patriarchy, like scrubbing blood off the ceiling and bleaching another carpet. How my house going on it? My toy and body don't embody all the life she wanted. The baby just 19. I know I dream all black. I say not everything. I'm mortalizing tweets all caps. They say they found her dead. One girl missing, another one go missing. One girl missing, another. But niggas in the back, quiet as a church mouse. Basement studio when duty calls to get the verse out. I guess the ego hurt now. It's time to go to work. Wow, look at him go. He really got to write about me when the world is in smokes. Ah, <sighs> and it's so funny because I told myself I was gonna hold it in, and I'm not gonna hold it in. That bar gets to me right away. She said, "Wow." He's really gonna write about me when the world is in smoke. Aren't you rapping right now too? Exactly. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I truthfully could. I have no idea what what the the issue could be. But let me start at the beginning. <laughs> a lot of people were feeling like Cole dropped his his snow on the bluff uh, as a response, more so to some tweets that she sent out in which he kind of mm -hmm. addressed. He said that um, she feels like, or he felt like she could have been talking to him, which mm -hmm. my entire opinion about the situation has always been, I don't think she was talking to you. Because I, I think certain things I always say, and people always look at me like I'm crazy, there's a certain level of arrogance that it takes to be successful. And I stand by that. I don't mean be an arrogant asshole. That's not what I mean. But I do believe there's a certain level of arrogance. And what I mean by that is tell a person like the game that he can't rap. He'll laugh at you. What do I have to mm -hmm. what do I have to prove to you? Like I don't tell Jay Z he can't rap. All right, mm -hmm. if that's what you think. So it's one of those things to where I felt like if the shoe fit and Cole's my favorite artist out right now. And you know, I know. that. I know. So we're gonna get to yours later. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why he felt the need to speak on it if it wasn't about him. But at the same time, too, the argument that I presented to my professor was, I'm not going to lie to you. I knew nothing about No Name's tweets until he put the mm -hmm. song out. So what if he did that? And most people are like, if Cole feel like he can do more, I definitely can do more. What if it was just to amplify her tweet? Um, I don't know. I think... I don't know if you've seen the tweet while well, the picture's been going on where he was protesting somewhere. And I think once that surfaced, everybody was wondering why hasn't Cole spoke on anything. But it's like. What do you guys want to say? And mm -hmm. I was going to wait until like, I was trying to find a time because we're recording a little late mm -hmm. in terms of the last time we recorded. But it was one of those things to where Dave Chappelle said it in his stand-up. In his stand-up, eight minutes and forty-six seconds, eight forty-six. However, you wanna you wanna address it, mm -hmm. and in twenty-seven minutes, if I recall correctly, he explained why he doesn't need to speak. Mm -hmm. I think, in his words, the streets are speaking for themselves. So, I'm not quite sure why you would want a person who has already been on the front lines. And even in the Ferguson situation, I remember a, a video vividly where Cole showed up and Cole was listening to somebody mm -hmm. talk. 
and he wasn't even the one mm-hmm. leading the discussion, and he was listening that. to it, and somebody put out the phone mm-hmm. and wanted to Took record it, and he was like, "Saint, this isn't. That's not about that. Mm-hmm. Saint, the time." I'm just wondering why he felt. I'm not even getting on no name. I'm just wondering why he felt the need to do it now to say anything about it. Cause I mean, unless that was his reason to amplify it mm-hmm. because I don't feel like he was wrong in the, in the, in the, um, I'm not going to call it the disc, but I don't feel like he was <laughs> wrong in the track at by no means snow on the bluff. I don't feel like he, I don't feel like he was wrong in anything. I don't feel like she was wrong in anything by responding. It's just, I thought it was hypocritical that she said that he's going to write about her when the world doesn't smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, or again, going back to Cole's point, Two wrongs don't make a right thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you tweeted at people subliminally, and I'm a rapper, so. and I feel like you're talking about me, so I'm going to address As through a rapper, a rap. Ad- mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. And, of course, her being a rapper, she's going to address through a rap. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was just a, a fun bar to just kind of jab at it. Maybe I'm just thinking too much on it, but I'm just wondering how they wanted <laughs> to cancel them. I'm a little confused. I, I'm i going to be honest. When I first – I didn't even know the song was out. I – I went to Twitter, and I just seen J. Cole's canceled, and I was like, no, it said, it said Cole canceled, and I was like, wait, what? I had to read it again, and then she had comments. I was like, wait, like, why? Who can't, Who is she to cancel J. Cole? <laughs> so, <laughs> you said it, not me. So then I started going on the comments, and I see he dropped a song, and then I hopped on it real quick, and then I was like, there's nothing wrong with the song. Like, I, I don't... Like, why? I don't know. Talk to Twitter. Figure out why. Well, at the same time, too, I think people have said it before that this has gotten to a time where people are, people want to be so quick to cancel and people want to be so quick to, to get rid of somebody and throw away their body of work and throw away everything they've ever done. And I'm not quite sure what people get out of that. I, I don't know if people feel better about themselves by tearing others down, but... At the same time, too, of course, I always mention the Joe Budden podcast. Shout out. But um, they, I think Joe mentioned it. Like, he laughed and was like, you can't cancel J. Cole. Like, he's at a point to where now, granted, anybody can be canceled depending on what they do. But for something like this, you guys can't cancel him. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. He's still going to put out an album this year. Dreamville is still going to do what it does this mm-hmm. year. It's still, it's Cole is going to operate as Cole operates. I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue too many times for too many artists mm-hmm. and uh, well, I shouldn't say too many artists, but certain <laughs> artists, certain. I will say. Um, but do you have something else on that, on No Name, on her response, on her original tweets? I, I don't want it to turn into like a No Name bashing session because she yeah, she definitely not. she definitely does her thing. She definitely, um, and just for, I know a lot of people when No Name came out, they were like, oh, I don't know No Name. And those are the same people that claim that they've listened to acid rap. So if they've listened to acid rap, you've heard mm-hmm. no name. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save you guys. I'm gonna spare you guys. I'm not gonna sing that. I bless myself inside your arm. <laughs> it's what I got I mean, down was I remember jotting something down. Mary Mattress, Geriatrics, fuck me, and so I remember jotting something down in my notes about this when shit was just going through my head. I was like, wait. I told you guys there's going to be a lot of music on this podcast, but. Because I'm not you. Shot 
Shout out to No Name. Again, shout out to No Name. Shout out to Cole. I thought it was a conversation to be had um, since the situation did arise. Um, when she originally sent out that tweet after Cole put out the song and said everything that he said about it, <laughs> I liked his tweet the following morning when he said good I morning. Like, I stand by every word of that song. Yes. That's just, I that's so me. Because that all that told me was that that man thought about it before he dropped it. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what you guys said or did with that song, he was going to feel how he mm-hmm. felt. And I thought that was a powerful thing because that shows you the way that the, the artist brain works. He sat mm-hmm. with that. So I think that's something to be commended, actually, that he sat with something regardless of what people think came of it. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Cole s- sends anything out without him actually putting thought into it and, like, puts it out. It's like, that's me. That's, I stand by it. Like he said. Stand by every word of mm-hmm. it. And I'm not sure if it was his manager or if it was his publicist or somebody. might have been his manager reached out to him and he said that he was building his son's crib and neighbors had, or excuse me, not neighbors for your eyes only had just dropped. Mm. And he said, um, I guess it had just got awarded something. And he was like, how are you feeling about the album? He said it was like, maybe it didn't get awarded. It might've been like two weeks after he said he got the call and he was like, Hey, how's, you know what I mean? How are you celebrating the album? And, or how are you almost, how are you celebrating? And Cole was kind of like, celebrating what? Yeah, and he was like, "You, you dropped, you dropped the album," and he was like, "Oh yeah, I did do that." Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things to where, like he said, if you ask me, in terms of music from the album, in terms of replay value, what I go to for your eyes only is definitely last. It's the last thing uh, in terms of projects mm-hmm. to come up is close to it. That was his first project that he released. So, in terms of those two, those are the two that I probably play the least. But, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of that, I don't think it's really something that you could look at in terms of Cole's history, just all of his history. And I feel like that tweet was about him, per se, so I was wondering why he did that. However, yeah. I thought about... I didn't even think of it that way, like why he felt the need to respond or say anything. Because I had another it. name in my mind when I read the tweets. Mm-hmm. That's why the first thing that went to my mind was... Not cool. I don't think she's talking to you. Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, where's, and I'm not saying that, that I feel this way, but I'm thinking that this person, that this, I'm not trying to put words in no names mouth either. Hopefully she'll come out and say something, but I thought she was talking about Kendrick. I was, I was going to bring that up. I was saying that the first person who came to my mind once I seen why people were canceling Cole, quote unquote, <laughs> Um, I was like, I was thinking that Kendrick was going to come out and say something or why hasn't he came out and said anything? But then I sat down and I was like, he's been saying things about this. I can't, we can't even come at him for anything of that because he's, he's been advocating this. He's been, it's it's in all his music, like, so. Um, To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side with that. I'm going to say I'm by your side no matter who <laughs> comes strapped. And I just, and I've been saying that all day. And I mentioned the game earlier, and I'm over here. And shout out to, never mind. We're, I'm, I'm just in the, I've been listening to music so much. So much. Um, But once again, where was I at? You made the point about Cohen. You made the point about Kendrick. Kendrick. I, I, only reason why I felt like she could have been talking about him is because she said that people have 
full discographies or, or albums mm-hmm. dedicated to the cause and then are nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two things that I kind of have to say about that. I thought that was the purpose of making albums because mm-hmm. there are some artists who release albums and just don't talk and just don't say a word afterwards. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to the album, Kendrick has told people how he would respond in certain cases. He has let it be known. Certain, And if you just go to certain songs, it's I'm I'm wondering if I should kind of tease a little bit, but we we kind of know we kind of know what Kendrick is about, and I've played this before at the start of a podcast, but we know what Kendrick is about. So if that tweet was dedicated to Dot, then what are we asking of him? Exactly. Because, and then this is my second point, I think people have gotten to the point to where they feel like if they don't see it, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's that you don't post it and you, you didn't, po- it didn't happen. No, po- post it or it didn't happen. And it's the weirdest thing because people feel like they're entitled to seeing how you respond to one particular thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I could see if it's somebody that's in your neighborhood and you feel like they're a neighborhood hero and that person has gotten to a certain level and they have never addressed it. I could understand you being like, care about the community, care about your community, things of that nature. I, I truthfully just wonder who the tweet was about. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's not a knock on anybody. I thought, I thought dope records came out of both sides. Mm-hmm. I thought the conversation was good, even about Cole mentioning her mm-hmm. tone and her being hypocritical. Queen I tone. thought it was interesting. So mm-hmm. it was a conversation to be had. Nobody, neither one of them are getting canceled. Her book club is booming, hopefully. <laughs> um, and his his album is going to sell, hopefully. And that's where everybody mm-hmm. should go as artists. But I'm just wondering who was she talking about? And, I mean, granted, we all do it. I know I've done it before. We get into Twitter rants. And you just kind of look back sometimes. And mm-hmm. I know how we're probably like 20 minutes in, but I don't think I've said it. Caprice is behind the camera as usual, guys. Caprice, oh, yes. I know you said something, but say something one more time. Yeah. Caprice is behind <laughs> the camera. My bad, guys. <laughs> My bad, guys. What'd you just say? I said the jello shots were good. Jello shots are slapping right now. That's why you're over there. Zoom. <laughs> it's good. Don't even trip. Well, I'm going to say something to wake you up in a second, hopefully. But, um,. Oh. But, yeah, man, I, I just really don't know what people wanted to get out of that. I'm not sure what people were hoping. I, I guess they were hoping to cancel it. But but that didn't happen. I don't think it will happen. Why would anybody assume that that's going to happen? No. Do you want to switch the conversation to your boy? You want to talk about somebody uh, <laughs> that threw some shots at your boy? I'm Drake. not sure, and it's so weird because. Are we talking about Drake? Yeah. Oh, n- now you come back. All oh, of a sudden, you you're, you're back. Oh, now you're back. Yeah. Oh, no, the only thing I had to say it. was say um. It. I've been waiting for you to, to, no to zone in. No pun. When no name said uh, what she said about the rappers. Can you talking to the mic a little bit? I just think it's funny how um. What she said wasn't invalid, but people like to run with things. Before she said that. Nobody was talking about how their favorite rapper wasn't doing enough or how mm-hmm. somebody else's favorite rapper wasn't doing enough. But as soon as she said something, it was like, ah, oh, you right. It didn't, it I didn't just want dawn you to know, on you before. As a black woman, I was waiting for you to chime in. That's why I was looking <laughs> over at you like, what the hell do I do? 
Because I think they're both dope. So it wasn't a diss. At, like him, he wasn't dissing her. And she wasn't dissing him, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was referring to different male rappers. I don't know who. My I don't think she was just talking to male rappers. I don't know what, what rappers I she, think was in like general, she was like referring to. But like in general, I can mm-hmm. understand like all the littles and the young rappers and the blue faces and stuff like that. Who knows what they might be doing not to throw them under the bus. I don't know what you do in blue face. But <laughs> just an example yeah, I, like that, I can see why you might assume because a lot of these young rappers do get caught up. They start living mm-hmm. that lifestyle and they never look back. So I understand that. But it was just like, well, who are you really talking about? Right now, that, that that's not really. Why don't you reach out personally to them with propositions? What if she doesn't have those contacts? I mean, you got to understand. Like, I'm sure that. Find them. If. Okay. Find that tweet. Find 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 the network. Find the connector. Find where you can actually work with these people. <laughs> if you have all these great ideas, because she seems very educated, she has a book club. Mm-hmm. If you do have all these ideas, reach out individually instead of calling. Uh, like black people, we I mean it it stems from slavery. We have a lot of things to learn. We have a lot of things to educate ourselves on. So like J Cole said, he was just talking about the tone. You got all this education. Educate instead of just being like, oh yeah, your favorite ain't doing shit. Okay, which fate? Let us let's get something going. What can we do? You just saying that is not going to do anything. Didn't you send me a tweet that she said about Beyonce? So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was just male specific. Which I was like, okay, now you're reaching, and now I'm starting to question, like, why you made that song in the first place? Because she said, I wish people, um, what did she say? Oh, I wish Angela Davis got as much like attention and popularity as Beyonce, and I was like. One thing I really don't like is when people pit two totally different entities together. Bro, mm-hmm. Beyonce and Angela did. Like, we're not <laughs> what, music and activism? Are you trying? Like, I get I get where she was going with that. Like, I get where she was trying to go. I don't like when especially black people pit two other black people together as a comparison. You can say that Angela Davis should be more popular without mentioning Beyonce. You don't have to mention it loses validity by mentioning other things to bring importance. To, you don't have to. You don't have to just bring importance to what this is. That doesn't matter. So her bringing that up, it's like, that just sounds weird. Like, okay. Like, wh- like where were you really going with that? Like, people love Beyonce because she's awesome with music. There, are, I know many people that are inspired by Angela Davis. So I was mm-hmm. like, where really are you going with that? So when you try, when you pit... People like that together, it's just weird to me because I don't. Your point is not going anywhere with me saying something like that. So it made me really think about what her, I don't know, purpose was to make the song in the first place. But like I said, she's awesome, she's smart, and she seems like she has the right ideas. But she just needs to take it to people directly, and do it like that. That's mm-hmm. all. Anything else on the No Name Cole situation? Because they're both awesome, and I liked No Name since yeah, the acid rap. So I already knew. Who it was. I just hadn't heard, like, I'd never heard anything about it, like, publicity wise, right, ever, right. ever since, like, Acid Rap. So I was surprised with that. But, I mean, besides that, I mean, you see it cool down. You see, ain't nobody worried mm-hmm. about their favorites making any changes today. It was a hot take for two weeks, and people are back to not caring about what their favorites are doing. I can, my favorites are doing stuff. I was just about to say, we're going to get to, we're going to get. <laughs> my favorites are doing stuff. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> We're going to get to a couple of her favorites later because uh, Little Baby is one of them. So mm. Little Baby dropped something that was 
moving for Rory says something on the podcast on the Joe Budden podcast again um, that again we're gonna have this conversation later but he said that he's happy that this generation has revolting or revolution mu- revolution music that sounds like their music mm-hmm. and I thought that was dope but now we have to get to your guy and your favorite rapper um Drake. Hold on. You couldn't put out something that somebody came to you to listen, man. It's about Buster Rhymes tonight. I don't. I don't want to get it misconstrued. I don't want to get it misconstrued. He didn't come to me to make a record with me. That's Swiss Beast talking to Buster Rhymes on his own radio. That's what it was about. Like this. That's what I'm saying. So, so listen, man. That that kid is a is a good kid as well. He's not a bad kid. He's a good kid. He started from different things. We made hit record together. It's all love. It's all love. I don't want no problems with anything. I just want to play music because because my filter is burnt. I understand. So it's not it's not too much longer that this is gonna go. Making sure we understand everything. In their defense, they both look like they've been having a, a good adult night. Both look like they've been involved in, in, in indulging in some adult drinks. For real, what's up? Pop off. Let's go. Looks like I might have missed the the bombshell. Before we express how much our filter was burnt. That's all. I just want to give you the fullness on the understanding. At the end of the day, niggas is pussy for real. What's up? Pop off. Let's go. Mood, mood. That last part was mood. That last part was a mood. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. If you just cut that up and turn and just make that a and make that a gif, just yo. At the end of the day, niggas is pussy. Pop off. off. Regardless of who you're talking to, (laughs) fucking hilarious. Um, however, but in this situation, they were talking about a a track that Busta and Drake had did. Um, assuming when Busta was back with Cash Money. And the song never came out. And Joe played it on the podcast. I'm sure you guys can Google it. You guys can YouTube it. I'm, a, I'm almost a million percent sure. Um, but I, have you heard it? What? The busting uh, Drake song, they got leaked, but it didn't oh, come out. Well, just the clip that it's, they it's had. It's fire. I fire. Have. So it's fuego. So I'm confused as to why it didn't come out. But here's the interesting thing. I've had songs sent to me that I'm kind of sitting there like, why is this not out? And once you understand how the music industry works, mm-hmm. it gets to um, it gets to a point to where you realize the business and the artistry, as much as you would like to believe that is half and half, is about 70-30. Mm-hmm. I just think when it comes to Drake, and you know me, that's, I'm a guy. fan. Sure guy. That is, that's my man's. Shout I'm, out, Drake. I'm going to put you on blast as soon as you get through <laughs> with this topic, actually, because now I didn't thought about something that I just brought you up this week and I spoke it up because now I'm going to flame you for it on on, on, on this podcast. Oh, online. Man. So go ahead. As I was saying. So I just feel like Drake, he can't put nothing out because no matter what that man puts out, he is, there's always something wrong with it. And... Like or it doesn't put out. <laughs> yeah, for that case. 
Like, it goes back to when people were um, questioning his son. I don't know if you talked about that in your podcast, but... I Did I? Did we talk about it, Caprice? Yeah, we, we, yeah, we talked about it. Did we? Okay, well, mm-hmm. I, it, it, people are weird trying to figure out, trying to hunt down a person's child. Like, you're mm-hmm. you're weird for that. Like, you're pretty... That's predatory behavior, even if you only want a picture. What you want it for? Mm-hmm. Even if it's to sell it. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. It's weird. It stems from a weird place. I, I seen he had done an uh, interview with Tidal a few weeks before that. Yes. He dropped that picture, and I was... And I brought that back up. I remember I posted a clip of it on my Twitter because I was like, this is why he did, He just said, he's like, I don't want to post my son because there's always something to be wrong. And he was like, but, like, I'm a dad now. So he's like, it's not even my feelings that I care for, you know? Right. It's my, like, my kid. I brought my kid into the world. Has to think about his, his family, his surroundings, mm-hmm. the people that are going to be surrounding this kid. Um, yeah, everybody became a scientist when the baby. When they saw a picture <laughs> of the baby, all of a sudden you specialize in genetics. Um, mm-hmm. If you know anything about genetics and recessive genes, looks and just like his mom. Yeah, it's very. There's yeah. no shock the way he looks. There's no surprise. Oh, it looks like Drake as a kid. Like I, I'm confused as to what people wanted. Looks just people like his wanted mom. That people wanted him to come out with a with a taper and a beard. I swear to you. Mm-hmm. Like people wanted him to come out like fully flat, like with an earring. Like they wanted it mm-hmm. the way that they been vision of mini drake and that's just uh, yeah like that's I, a weird conversation I, in itself <laughs> yeah but um yeah man but going back to the swiss beast thing he apologized the day after i think i actually want to play that too if i can oh, yeah. um because the apology was actually something that father's day blessing to everybody um, on this amazing father's day um man i want to address my actions on his own radio last night man you know um because I was I was in the wrong space, I was in the wrong energy, you know, and I hate that my kids and other people got to see me be on that side. I was a little nice, I was a little excited, you know. I definitely spoke on something that um, that I definitely shouldn't have spoke on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, although I might feel a certain way about a certain person and different things like that, as a G. I'm man enough to, enough to say that, you know, I did that on a platform and I wasn't supposed to do that like that because I, would, I wouldn't respect somebody else if they did that like that. You understand? All right. So that was Swizz's apology. Swizz came out and I always say that I respect the man that can apologize and address that, whether regardless of what you may have felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. To address that you handled it wrong in that moment, I, I think is the, is the manly thing to do. Um, as I've said before, Swizz and Buzz looked like they were both drinking. Looks like they were both mm-hmm. indulging in, in, in adult activities <laughs> as they both have earned and, and, and are uh, deserving of that right. But um, it, it did. I, I like the way that he mentioned that even though he may feel a certain way about a person, mm-hmm that's not the way you address it. And I thought that was still an interesting way to go about it. And I thought it was a manly way to go about mm-hmm. it, regardless of the way that it started. Although Drake's camp wasn't necessarily trying to hear that. Apology. I wanted, I was going to bring that up. Drake's team wasn't trying to hear that mm-hmm. at all. Um, you got something that I know you got. Yes. Something pulled up. What you got for me? So uh, Drake didn't respond back to, of course not that, but someone from his team did. So, so Chubbs, Added, um, no, 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 say that. Sorry. What? Who says added now and then? Oh, I was just. <laughs> I'm you said you don't know why you said that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he added Swiss. He added Swiss. He definitely added Swiss. And he said, we don't need no apology. It's clear 
You don't like us, so act the same way when you see us. You're not gonna say this. You're gonna say the last word. I don't know. You want to say? I mean, this is on. This is on Apple and Spotify. You can say the last word. We heard him say it, but react. That's where I stand. I'm gonna let you. That's where you stand. That's where I stand. As as a Drake stand. And with that last word as well. I'm 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 never mad. I'm never mad at a person matching the energy. Whatever energy was brought to them, if they match it, I'm always for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the only mistake that Swizz made is the one thing that I don't think we actually heard in the, in the clip. Um, regardless of connections and things of that nature, I'm pretty sure that Drake's camp. Certain, I'll put it this way. First of all, certain words you don't use amongst men. Just certain words just don't fly. Like, just you can't say. Mm-hmm. So. In that regard, that's one thing. But I thought that the thing that was probably most unsettling to that team, who is frequently out and frequently traveling, was if it was a beef, they would have, you know, and I'm not even going to say the rest, but if if you are unaware of what what I was alluding to, go to Twitter, Swiss Beats, Zone Radio, you can yeah. type in Drake, type in whatever you want to type in, figure it out, find something it. Something definitely um, come up. Something to find it. I mean, something to um, pop up if you want to find it. But That's I think what that was the me. only, mm-hmm. I thought that was probably the only mistake that Swizz made. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was probably the only thing that really moved that team because, that, I mean, my dad has always been one of those, you can't let me hear that you threatened me. Because mm-hmm. now if you ever follow through on that threat, I I had the heads up. Mm-hmm. I knew about it. So, threats threats go differently. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not questioning. So yeah. I respect it that, like you said, he addressed it, but. Can you throw me a fruit snack? <laughs> and I'm not going to stop this, this recording for this. You can go ahead and keep going around with your point. But, yeah, he didn't have to. He didn't have to say that, especially I remember their team I already dealt. I don't remember who it was. I don't know if you guys remember, but they were coming um, for someone on his team as well. Um, 40? Yeah. Yeah, they said something. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait, was it? Right? Oh, yeah. Push? Oh. This yeah. Don't even name that person. Push? Yeah, something. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. He said some disrespectful stuff because Push is like, I mean, put um, 40 is, is like sick or been sick. Yeah, he's been sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blessings yeah. to 40, man. We're yes, of course. Prayers. Always. Also, in that same regard, <laughs> no Push slander. We're not doing that. We're not All doing right. Push slander. So we're not canceling Push the T either? Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm canceling canceling. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We're not canceling Push the T. Are you, are you guys crazy? <laughs> You trying to cancel Cole in one week and then push the next week? You guys are trying to have me out here wilding. Um, fuck. We won't even go there. Before we get off a of Drake, I really hope that people got that. Cause my microphone was down cause I was eating. Mm. But no, no push slander will be accepted on this podcast. Shout out to Forty is what I said. Blessings to Forty. We're praying for you. <laughs> We're not doing that. Okay. But as Push said before, it, it's it's the art of rapping. It's a skill. So it, it's words. We're gonna say whatever we can try to say 
to hurt each other's feelings at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like a boxing match. Like, I know people that, my mom, for instance, is one of those who watches a UFC match, and then when the end of at the end of it, when they're hugging each other, she's like, get the fuck off of me. We're just in here throwing You're elbows, knees, throwing and hands. feet. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about right now? So, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, a, it's the art of competition. So that's the way Push took it. That's the way I'll always look at it. I've heard some vile things get said on some tracks. Oh, like yeah. some vile some. things. Like even in a, and people love to shit on up and coming rappers and things of that nature. But I didn't hear some vile things from shit that didn't get released. Like from people that are not famous. Like with like beef through when you're dealing with artists in their field of any sort. I know you you've seen me do it before. Like people who excel in one particular thing or in in multiple things i like to watch them in that field because mm-hmm. watching them tap into that zone may help me tap into my zone not that we're doing the same thing just watching the way that you get ready mm-hmm. watching the way that you go about it may help me so you know what i mean mm-hmm. i remember one that one time where we i, I was waiting <laughs> for a time to bring it up because it never comes up but the mixer on top of the uh on the roof of the staples center Oh, um, yeah, with, and um, it was just with. Right, can we say the name? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna let you say it. With Big Who, Boy. Okay, so yeah, I was about to say because I didn't know if you wanted to say the name, if you wanted to say the station, how you wanted to do it. But um, when we did the the mixer, it was one of those things to where you got there. We always told ourselves at Cerritos, like when you when you get there, you don't have to. How can I put it? When you act like you've been there, you'll stay there. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things to where we might have been the youngest people at the mixer. Mm-hmm. We were. And we were floating around the room. Talking. So just the connections that you've made. I know you have people that check in on you, and I have people that check in on me, and we have mentors that we can go to mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So we appreciate them. And I know you have a lot of mentors in music. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm for not. a fact that you regret your take on this album. <laughs> you said you didn't like views. Answer it. I remember the day I told you. You asked me, how, how do you feel? I feel no ways. <laughs> I think I wrote that in my, in my story. You did. So how do you feel? I got to take it back. I think it didn't, I didn't play it enough times for me to process it. I'm telling you, Drake was on to something. Drake is on, he's, he's been always on to something. But this is, I'm going to let it rock, actually. I'm going to let it, I'm going <laughs> to cut it back up. Are you crazy? You had to bring, I, I, for, I thought you forgot about it. Hell no. Said that. Are you kidding You know what's me? crazy? Um, I was cleaning my, um, my room the other day because I'm moving. Yes. And yes, I I, I literally had a whole stack of everything we've done at um at Talamark. Did out. you cry? No. It was those fills again. Shout out to Snowlegger. It was. I um I you know how we get those books. Yes. From all our stories for the semester. Yes. Tell me why it was already open to that page where my review <laughs> is of Drake. And how long ago was this? Probably a week or two ago. You, it was meant for you to do this because mm-hmm. I was gonna bring it up. I just brought this up like three. I just you brought told this up me like the other day. Three days ago, two or three days ago. Like I was like, no, 
Rambo, I was playing it, I think, and I was like, Rambo got this I album. I love this album. I, at the time, I didn't have my own car. I had my mom's car, and I don't know why, but her car didn't have Bluetooth, and it wasn't an old car at all. It was just badly modeled. Like, why would you guys not put Bluetooth? <laughs> so I had to buy a CD, and I hadn't bought a CD in so long, so I was like, okay, I'm not about to buy a bunch of CDs, mm-hmm. so I'm going to play some, I'm going to buy something I, I, like, I'll play every time I drive. So I bought Views. Mm-hmm. When I say I played that out, it was skipping by the time I got my car. It broke the damn album. It was skipping. <laughs> I played it out. So um, it was open, and I was like, oh, man, I remember I wrote this. And I kid you not, I I said, I feel no ways. I think I ended it like that. And then I had just sent Terrell some photos of what we did, too, with the uh, the athletics department. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I ain't going to send him this picture, though. (laughs) It's disgusting. I just don't understand what you – I don't know what you – But guess what I did right away. I played the whole album. But I don't. I just don't understand. How I don't know where I was. No, that song. How did you not think the no. Song that song, I've. To this day, they people. I and they're wrong. This is real, I love this. Song. I think I was just waiting for something different. I wasn't re- re- I wasn't ready for it at that time that he put put it out. He I was ready a bunch for of stuff in his album. He had like yeah. pop and that then like R and B and like wait what's going on? But it all mixed together good. Dedicate. That's the Drake. I'm sorry. If you ever listened to this, I'm sorry. Wait, he, w- he he was sit he was sitting at this rock and just shake his head. I don't. They throwing dirt on my old name. Let them know. <laughs> Let them know. Oh, that was the perfect kid. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. That's when it, man. That's Drake. I know people love to discuss what classics Drake have. I'm going to argue that Views is a classic. I play the fuck out of Views. Take care. It was really good. Yeah. I think that's. It's something that I wanted to hate on for a while. Uh, is one of his. I think that's you know how I feel about Underground Kings. Underground Kings, <laughs> Unforgettable, Fireworks, like those are some of Drake's that I feel just greatest songs. Over my dead body. Over my dead body um, is a great song. And the vocal does it like she never finishes. She mm-hmm. never says over my dead body. It's just ba ha. And it just ends. <laughs> she never says body. But anyway, that was a really good. That was a really good album. I like all of Drake's. I'm just gonna go down the list and end up saying every like, oh, that one was good. Every song. But of course, what you got? What you got for me? One song that I just I can't do it. That you can't get with. Oh, there's one I yeah. What was Drake? Hotline Bling. Oh yes, that's the one. That's the one. I hate. I I hate that song. And my first Drake concert was for that. Wow, it was for Views. I went to. It had already grew on me by then. This had to be after. How long did it take for it to grow on you? I hated how. Because you're about to you're about to irritate me. To grow on me, I think. Say the wrong answer, please. I already know how long, but I know. Because for you to go to the show, that means he toured that. He toured that album as the main th- as the mm-hmm. main thing. I'm gonna. It was. You know what I'm gonna say about you. You wrote, that review, you wrote that review way too, too quickly. Early. 
way too quickly. I think, honestly, I think. I think we all probably have a review that we fucking hate. Mm-hmm. You that has to be, and be like, oh, why did I write wrong. this? I was wrong on this one. Most definitely. Um, I remember that what I will say I did when um, I remember who came up with the mm-hmm. idea, but that person's name would not be spoken here. Um, we did a three person uh, <laughs> idea. Shout out. I'm just not I'm just not mentioning your name. Um, three person like package, like mm-hmm. artist package. And it was Alessia Cara. Mm-hmm. It was Bryson Tiller and it was Tory Lanez. And I had Tory and Bryson, and I was like, bet. And I did Bryson's first, and I thought Bryson was going to be the bigger artist. Oh, and, yeah. like, just from my way, my way of writing the two stories, you could tell that I thought Bryson was going to be the bigger artist. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, after the first album, I was like, yeah, it makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. It makes sense for this to look this way. But Tory is, is releasing some shit to this day that's yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. But in order to become a classic, you got to release new music. And there's been a lot of new music. I've been playing this app. First of all, I owe R&B an apology. I owe all of R&B an apology. Trust me. Um, I, know I owe all of R&B an apology simply because Tiana Taylor was the album that I was ready to get to. Mm. That I was ready to, I was ready to run to. And this person dropped the album that snuck up on me, but it was one of those things where when it came out, I was like, this person has not missed, and this person continues to not miss. Niggas praying on my downfall. These niggas praying on my downfall. Straight up from the bleachers, but I'm a different creature. I bring shit to the table. I ain't fucking with no leechers. Dope dick. Oh shit, I gave my bitch a seizure. Knew something was weird once that bro had a kitchen full of beakers and he ain't no Kim teacher. I looked up to that nigga, then I looked up to the preacher. That's why a nigga be preaching. Shout out to T Grizzly. Dropped the smartest. T Grizzly. How many albums do you think T Grizzly has? Don't answer it right now. Just think about it. Be talking about no practice, bitch. I'd have been around actors and activists. I can get money alone or collaborative. I can take a pic with a bad bitch and afterwards shit. Facts. Three dollars to my name. Got a juice in the McChicken. Calling some Coney. It's gonna be done in 20 minutes. Don't go up there without no strap. Might have to bang it out with some niggas. Wait, hold up. When on Google. T Grizzly continues to drop albums that have nothing but slaps. People have said, I know what people have said about the, uh, the baby for a really, really long time about his flow not changing. People have said that about T. Grizzly for the longest, but I don't mm-hmm. think that he's this, this, in my opinion, I don't think he's these many albums in and have the support that he has. Like, he may not be one of those um, huge commercial acts. But mm-hmm. I told you when I covered the Jeezy show, when I covered the Cold Summer Tour, T Grizzly, you would assume when Jeezy, of course, it's a Jeezy headline tour, you would assume that that entire building, they were, was there for Jeezy. But the amount of records that came on for T Grizzly, and I think he might have been two albums in at this time, maybe three. Um, the amount of records of T Grizzly's that came on that the audience knew word for word. Mm-hmm. Let me know that his fan base, the Grizzly gang, is what he calls them. Is something who similar to Twenty One Savages um, uh, fan base, they're just not going anywhere. He mm-hmm. speaks to a certain demographic. I feel like he's almost in the lane of a Meek. 
He's a, he's a, he's in a meek lane for sure. Mm-hmm. So as long as the streets is listening to what he has to offer, T Grizzly's never going anywhere. I also want to shout him out for even sharing this with us because this is his first project after um, grieving from his loss. Rest in peace, JB. Mm-hmm. So. And I don't want to get the name of the song wrong. Is it Satish or Satish? I think it might be Satish. But um, that's on the album as well. And it's one of those songs to where it is a tribute song, but it's such a, a well-done tribute song to where you don't want to repeat the song in your house mm-hmm. and put it on, 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 on replay. But it's one of those songs to where it's like, you hear that he went in there and poured everything and mm-hmm. was like, just let's just put it in one song, address it in that way. And move forward. Mm-hmm. And who knows what, like I said, prayers for T Grizzly and his family. Family, who knows what they're still going through, but blessings to them. Um, but this album is fucking dope, man. Mm-hmm. I truthfully don't know what to say. We were playing it earlier before the pod started, but I truthfully sent it to somebody and told them the first five are certified slap shit, probably six. The first six are certified slappers. I say five guarantee because they all follow the same kind of like T Grizzly vibe that he would normally give. Um, but again, I, I think it's it's what it's eighteen songs. It's not something that I think that you would want to miss if you consider yourself a hip hop uh, fan. How many albums does T Grizzly have? Th- two, two, three, two or three. I was gonna say two. I think two. I think this is his second one. T Grizzly has five albums. <gasps> I felt like I knew I was off. Like I, wow. You kind of lose count. He puts his head down and he fucking works. Wow, well, I'm ashamed that. Well, know. I knew he was a real nigga when he said uh, <laughs> how niggas be like, man, bro, like $50 ain't nothing. Like once they made it. And he was like, man, bro, nah, $50, $50 still is still $50. Still $50. Dollars. Like, I'm going to go get that. Vividly. Like yeah. once he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go get that. But to go back to what T Grizzly did, he may say that one of them was a mixtape, but I'm considering these all of these albums. I'm not counting right now. Bro, it's, I'm, so it's hard. We're going to get to that. Because that's my favorite. I wrote a review on that. That's my favorite. Did you? That's my yeah. favorite. That's my favorite T Grizzly album right now. The smartest is probably going to climb up there. But um, Blood Us with Dirk. Because Dirk is already so Dirk? hard. I was and just about to say, if you know. He just was dropped like, a few things, too. Dirk, Dirk is hard. Dirk is. No, Dirk is. He is, just be going. He just, like, he just he, be, has he a. Be rapid. <laughs> You know how often I listen to Neon Guts by uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and I'm telling you, I'm going to say this all pod long. I float in the room like Amoeba. I think you said that when it started, though. I had to. The way that, first of all, shout out to Pharrell. Um, Watching Pharrell perform live, watching um, NERD perform live in general Mm -hmm. is, even if you don't think that you want to see them, you want to see them. Just yeah. letting you guys know that right now. Um, but T Grizzly has five albums. The first one was my moment. The next one, like I said, oh, he I might not consider. Still yeah. That shit still, still slaps. The next one he might say that was a was a mixtape, but that's my favorite one, and that's activated. Um, too many, too many things to point out on that one. And then he has Still My Moment, which mm-hmm. was considered, I believe, his second album. And then Scriptures was uh last year, and then the smartest was this year. Did you name Blooders? I want to point. No, I didn't name Blooders in uh, in his five discography because, or his five count discography, right? Because it's my moment, still my moment. Activated um, scriptures and the smartest. That's five. So Blooders would be six if you uh, add Dirk with that. But 
I go back and I always say Activated is my favorite one. But even going to this, my least played T Grizzly album is Scriptures. Oh, yeah. For and me, I went I to it this morning and it fucking slapped. And I was I like, what is wrong with me? I should go back to that. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really give that one much play as now that you're saying that I think I should. Let me double check. But for um, his latest one, I really liked it because he brought on a lot of people on it, like old and new collaborators. It was just dope to see. It's interesting because I'm not quite sure how far it goes back, but he, he mentioned uh, Eminem in a bar, and he mm. mentioned that he didn't come back to Detroit. What I will say is regardless of the backlash, some backlash that T Grizzly got, I will say that that is not the first time that I've heard that. I've heard, and I, it's not the first time that I've heard it from, um, I mean, it came from a rapper this time, but it's not the first time that I've heard it in general, but I've definitely heard it from somebody who, or people who are not, rappers and they're just people who are literally from there and they're just like no seriously he's just not around i'm not i don't know i'm mm -hmm. not from detroit i have no fucking clue i'm sure that there are people that are out there in detroit that would argue tooth and nail that m does everything that he's supposed to do i find it hard to believe that m does nothing as close to a person like royce the five nine that's just my personal oh. opinion I refuse to believe that Royce is letting any bullshit happen around him. Mm -hmm. That's just, I just, I don't think Royce, I've been loving Royce since my brother was a fan and my brother's five years older than me. So I've probably been listening to Royce since I was probably in diapers and don't even realize it. So it's one of those things to where I've always held Royce in a certain vein. And if I hold him in that, I think he holds everybody else around him in to that. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm not sure what comes of that, but nonetheless, T Grizzly, the smartest. This is not an ad, but go get it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Um, I could have played multiple things from it, but the intro, we have to have a discussion about rappers or artists in general that excel at the intro. The intro? The intro. The intro track. We just have to. We have to just kind of break it. I think Jim Jones is really good. I think Meek is obviously good. I think DMX is good. I think T Grizzly is good. I think Mac Ten is underratedly good. Um, got anybody else? That's me kind of flying off the handle. The baby has kind of put together a formula right now where all of his intros are. are he, oh, he's yeah. he's getting to that level where all of his intros are. You can bank on it. Um, where else are we going? I just kind of shot out like six. That's just yeah. that's just my mind. That's just the way it kind of works in the moment. But um, a lot of new music came out. A lot of new music. Um, mm -hmm. Toby Lou dropped a new song. Neither here nor there. I don't know if anybody like listens to Toby Lou, but I, I I rock with Toby Lou a lot. Shout out to Toby. Um, this Tiana Taylor album. The album. That. It's number one still, no? I think. I'm not even sure about numbers. I, I very rarely check numbers. I have no clue. Mm -hmm. I am, and this is so weird because I was listening to T Grizzly's album for so long, and if you heard T Grizzly's album, there's a certain vibe that comes with it. So I try my best to not, not deviate too much back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like, back to back. You know what I mean? I don't want to listen to a Joe Moses and then go straight from a Joe Moses to an Erykah Badu. Badu. I'm in a different mode right now. Like, I don't need to probably be merging Speaking these Speaking of Erykah Badu, did you 
Yeah, I'm going there already. Wait, where are you? Where are we going? Because I have a million places I could take with Erica Badu. Um, I love her. Did you see that uh, Tiana Taylor actually announced that she was going to be her midwife? Oh yeah, I did. That's cool. I did not mm-hmm. hear that. That sounds. That it's in Is the she going to have like a home birth? Uh, I'm not sure. There's. Uh, she just went on an interview with somebody and said that they're still doing plans for it, but that it's for sure happening. If I recall correctly, just from the intro, I remember the call from the intro, but Junie was born at home. Mm. Iman helped deliver Junie, if I recall correctly, because you heard Iman. The intro was literally the phone call. (laughs) The intro is the 911 phone Mm -hmm. call where he was basically saying that Tiana had just gave birth. And he was saying that like the dude was on the phone telling him how to wrap Junie up, Mm -hmm. how to cut the umbilical cord, like told him congratulations. That's her intro. That's what I mean when I say artistry. Can they give that to you? I'm sure when you are putting something together like this, it's not Tiana Taylor asking. It's the label asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the label was like, hey, hey, we need that 911 tape, please. <laughs> and you got to understand, to out. who knows? I mean, you got to understand at the same time, too, can we go opposite ways? I know that if it's a legal matter, I think you can reach out to your phone provider. and Because every phone is, I don't know if I should be saying this on the record, but every phone call is recorded, whether you guys know it or not. Yeah. Every is. phone call is logged into a database. Everyone. So because of that, I'm assuming that I'm assuming she did go to 911 and get and go through all of those services to get the actual um, to get the actual call. However, that's what I meant when I said artistry. I would have loved that is one person I would love to sit in a room and I would sit 50 yards back and just watch Tiana work. From dancing, from choreography, to putting together a music video, to putting together a concept, to putting together a song, from dressing, to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I would watch her dress Junie. Like, she's one of those to where her brain is on a different wavelength to where I think it's not comparable. Like, certain people, certain people I'm sure you can compare it to, but I'm talking about in this generation that she's in right now in terms of well-rounded the last time I seen somebody, if I recall correctly, this well-rounded was probably Chris. And I'm talking about Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Tiana misses. This, I, this album, I think she said it herself, too, when she dropped it. She said, it's, it's really different. She was like, this isn't for, like, I listened to me. this on the security ship, and it slapped. <laughs> what? I, th- I hope it's for me, then. <laughs> Have you gotten the whole way through it? No, I was just telling you earlier that I haven't listened to all of it. I heard the one with Big Sean. And now that I look at it, I said I was three out. I think I might be, might be th- maybe two, maybe two out, which is interesting because Lauren Hill is on the, the outro, and I'm probably going to cry. <gasps> um, but anyway, of course, just stand out. I don't want to say stand out tracks, but songs that I definitely had to be like, let me take a double take. What is this? Um, Wake Up Love with Iman. Shout out to Iman, uh, who can actually rap. Like, if you guys go and listen to Iman freestyle, he can go. So mm-hmm. shout out to Iman for that. Um, you know what would be wild? If that's not Iman Shumpert. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's Iman. I'm pretty sure it's Iman. I could be wrong. But low-key with Erica Badu, of course, I absolutely love I Erica. Um, Booming with Missy and Future. Um, six nine is hard, or six excuse me, six nine. Wow, mm-hmm. that might be an edit point. Sixty nine is hard. Um, <laughs> super edit. Uh, Junie is on <laughs> super edit. <laughs> Maybe not because you said one. super edit. Um, yes, but uh, come back to me. Junie's on that one. 
I, I just thought it was an amazing project. And I'm not even, like I said, I'm two songs out. Um, Tiana is... Uh, you see, I didn't even know Lauren Hill was on this. Tiana's an artist. That's I think mm-hmm. that's the best way to say it. You guys are out here trying to cancel artists. You guys are going to regret that. Trust me. <laughs> um, we still have more new music to talk about. We're going to um, make sure that we talk about some more new music. I know Pop mm-hmm. Smoke um, album dropped. <laughs> what? No, what, what are you doing? Come on, man. Play it. Come on. Um. So, <laughs> again, once again, shout out to Tiana Taylor. Um, I have a lot more R&B to get back to. I need to get back into my R&B wave. I told you every time I have an R&B <laughs> kick, I play old music now. Mm-hmm. So I need to <coughs> get back onto that. Still talking about new music. Um, This is bad because I'm going to have to go tell you what the name of the album is because somebody brought it up. And Maul said it on the Joe Button podcast. He said that he felt like August Alcina is in the middle of a rollout, but the rollout is so extensive that we don't even know the name of his album. And when he said that, I said, I downloaded the album, and I don't know the name of it. And I bought August's first three albums, I think. So this one, I, I haven't listened to him in a little bit. <clears throat> and... um. I haven't listened to him in a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And this one is the product number, th- or it's the product three. The product number three is State of Emergency. Emerge is capitalized in the middle. Um, I downloaded it, as I said before, the only R&B album that I got to listen to was, was it was, uh, excuse me, was Tiana's album. Mm-hmm. I downloaded a bunch of other uh, R&B album, albums. I told you that. I downloaded Roe James. Um, <clears throat> the reason why I'm sitting over here just waiting <laughs> is because I'm, I love August's music, and I'm pretty sure I know what this one is going to be about, or at least some of this is going to be about. It's an hour and a half. It's 27 songs. It's a lot of music. Um, there is this clip going around. I'm not even going to play it. Where... He, it's just probably too hard to find at this present moment. But yeah. where he basically detailed, or not even detailed, but he alluded and basically said that he received Will's blessing. <laughs> I'm going to say it in a nice way. To pursue his heart mm-hmm. is essentially what, <coughs> excuse me, what, I got, what I got from that. Um, there's a million different places I could take this. I am interested that people were somewhat shocked by it. If it was to be true, nobody knows if it's true or not. But I just had, a, like I said, a couple of glaring takeaways. Two things, hopefully one of you guys can, can help me out and let me know if, which one I should probably elaborate on. But one of two things, when people were acting surprised about it, I've always felt, regardless of what people feel like they know about the Smith household, mm-hmm. You know I'm a firm believer in what's understood don't got to be explained. I'm also a person who is one of those people who says never say never. Me, right now, today, I don't see myself sharing the significant other. I don't see it. I don't see it in the foreseeable future. But as discussed before, when you have money tied into it the way that they do, an empire built together, granted, they're known for different things, but Mm -hmm. they're a unit at almost at all times 
dismissed. A lot of people were kind of shocked to kind of hear if it was possibly true. Maybe it's just me, but other people's sex life doesn't really get a rise out of me. I just don't mm-hmm. know if I'm just a weirdo like that. I don't really care who people are fucking. I don't. Um, so because of that, <clears throat> that was my first takeaway was what's understood don't got to be explained. But in doing that, I was thinking and I was hoping that people understood that this happens, guys. Some of your favorite people, not that I know anything, but some of your favorite people in Hollywood, this goes on in their household. I'm not saying whether they both do it, whether just the woman does it, whether just the man does, does it, but those, ultim- those, I shouldn't say ultimate, but those scenarios and those situations occur. Nine times out of ten, you don't hear about them because of NDAs. Mm-hmm. That was a part of my first takeaway was, did he just break an NDA? Yeah. That was the first thing I thought because there's no way in hell – even if, going back to my first point, what's understood don't got to be explained, then they, I'm sure, I would assume, there was something in writing. I doubt it. Not the way he was singing, like a bird. <laughs> but some people, you're going to have to talk into the microphone. Um, singing like a bird? Did you hear me? It's not picking up. Do it again? Never mind. Doesn't, don't worry about it. It's fine. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. And then the second point that I'm going to make, is following August's career when he first started. And maybe I'll say his first four years of his career. So following everything that he did, August has may strike you as somebody who has anger issues, but I've always mentioned the times that he's gotten super-duper mad mm-hmm. have been about his deceased brother. When his hat got snatched, it was something else that got asked of him or, or mentioned, and he was like, he didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. Um Somebody mentioned mentioned Trey Songs. He didn't like that. I remember when they were going through their little tift. Um, and I think the last thing that Not I seen tip. him talk about, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to trying so to divvy it up. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, I'm gonna say why your name is Rambo. I'm letting you know. Oh, um, no. So that <clears throat> excuse me. So just kind of following his career, I, I love one interview that he did at the Breakfast Club where he was basically saying that they uh, people say that he's like antisocial and things of that nature. And <clears throat> I understand my, my nickname, Chatterbox, and I feel like this is the third time I've explained it in the past three weeks. <laughs> but <clears throat> that nickname, first of all, was given to me as a child. So that is what it is. I kind of just keep it with my radio show because it goes along with the name. But <clears throat> I had a podcast where somebody, my friend Taylor, she was like, every time I see you, you just got your headphones in and you just walking around looking mad. <laughs> I don't really talk to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. it's 30,000 people on this campus, and I talk to 11. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the way that I operate. But when I'm around those 11 people, if sports and music come up, <coughs> excuse me, I'm ready to talk all day. So that's kind of where it comes from. August said that he gets labeled as antisocial because he walks in a room and he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. And like he said, it's like, what's up? Outside of that, what are we talking for? Like, we don't mm-hmm. need to c- constantly force a communication. If there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. I said all of that to say August has never struck me as a person who lies. Yeah. When when he said I believe it and I still believe it even though you know people want to deny it. Who but knows what's what? Are you going to go into that situation now? Um uh, do you have uh, an uh, do you have an opinion on it or just Caprice do you have one on it? I know you have one, but did you have one right now, Rambo? Yeah. Oh, whoever wants to go first. I think, I just think the whole relationship, 
and I'm going to say it, that Jada took advantage. Because we have to look back to in his personal life. I think he was he was battling lupus, wasn't he? I don't think it was lupus, but it's an autoimmune disease. Oh, like okay. a, some type of autoimmune disease. Forgive me for my ignorance. Pardon me for my ignorance. But he he's had hospital bouts mm-hmm. for sure. So he's been dealing with that. And then he's also raising um, the, his sister's daughters, I believe. Uh, I believe it's his his sister-in-law just passed, I believe, or not just passed, but his sister-in-law passed, and that meant that oh, he had brothers. full guardianship of his, of his three uh, nieces. Um, and that, then that's when that grease photo went viral mm-hmm. when he did that for Halloween, and that kind of just like I said before, when a person shows you who they are, I believe them. And mm-hmm. August has always struck me as I've never met him. He's always struck me as a real nigga, just mm-hmm. regardless. At the same time, too. Everybody knows my my affinity for Will Smith. Like, The Fresh Prince is my favorite show in life. Mm -hmm. So I think in that regard, I'm looking at two people that I feel like always, for the most part, have their ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. I do have an opinion about which kind of what you just said. I'm not, I can't really speak to if she took advantage of him because I'm not, I would probably need somebody to kind of, not water it down, but I would need somebody to probably detail how she did it because mm-hmm. we're all grown and yeah, right. <clears throat> excuse me. And if she, this, this gets to my next topic. Cause I want to talk about situationships, but um, a tweet that I saw, but if it did turn into her, just kind of helping him get through whatever he was getting through, if he felt like something developed, and again, we're all speculating, but if he felt like something developed from that and he told her about that, mm-hmm. What what is her responsibility at that point? Because I feel like it's her responsibility to let him know what I would assume she did let him know, and that mm-hmm. she's her family is her family. Well, I hear you. I hear you with that, but I know where you stand on either side. Most people who so are, you know where I stand. I know where you stand. You said we're we're all grown, so you're saying exactly what what was supposed to be her next step as an adult. So what I'm saying Yo, is what you said: how he's grown and he can make his own decisions. Most people who are saying that right now, if he was a woman and Jada was a man, they wouldn't be saying that. But I said, I know where you stand because I know if the tables were turned, you would still feel the same way about that adult statement, saying, well, at the end of the day, he is an adult. But most of these people who are who are tuning in about it love when these situations are, the tables are turned and they, you know, men are predators and it's so predatory when men do something like that. But when it's a woman, it's never, ever, ever, ever predatory. So just to confirm, you your stance is that it is predatory, what she did was predatory. I feel like it could have been. I don't know the situation, but I'm mm-hmm. not just standing with, oh, well, he was an adult. Because then if I say that about a woman in the situation, I'm insensitive. Or anybody is insensitive. <coughs> if when that situation comes up as a woman being taken advantage of, right. and you say she was an adult, people are quick to, well, no, but I mean, she was being taken advantage of, her mental state... It goes both ways. Absolutely. A man can be taken advantage of in his mental state. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I, I agree that it could be a possibility, but most people that are saying they feel that way, mm-hmm. if the tables were turned, they just, it they would be like, they wouldn't say that. That's just how I feel about it. I agree. Again, as I said before, I'm not quite sure because I, as I've said before, I, I kind of, again, we're all speculating. None of us know anything, but. Mm-hmm. I've started it from the very, very beginning. I've said I feel like when he first spoke, my my reaction was, ooh, just like everybody else, but my reaction was, ooh, he broke India. That was the first thing that I thought about. <laughs> he said, did you see the Instagram post? He said that everybody got a courtesy call. 
that he was gonna fuck a courtesy caller for NDAs in place. Like it, a so courtesy call doesn't negate that. I don't think that there was the an NDA. One. The fact that he said that he left courtesy calls. What I'm assuming has happened is that it's exactly what it was—a courtesy call. I'm doing it. I don't know what or they already said. did it. I end. don't know what they said on the other end. I don't know if there was. Oh well, we don't agree with that. We don't want mm-hmm. you to do that. We're calling our lawyers or whatever the case may be. But I feel like that's exactly what it was a courtesy. Um, just letting you know I'm going to do it regardless of how mm-hmm. you guys feel about it. And that's what happened. I really don't. Th- if there was an NDA, he would have a dismiss. He would have a lot to lose because mm-hmm. they could end him. They could end him if they wanted but to. But this NDA. is this is the point that August has made before. Just being seen on the red carpet with Jada mm-hmm. and just being seen at their house and being seen on family vacations. He looked like a tag along. He looked mm-hmm. like he wouldn't leave them alone. So like he said, what business and opportunities has he lost from that alone? So he felt like what more did he have to lose essentially by saying exactly for what it was? Yo, y'all making it seem like I'm out here being a sleazeball. Nigga, this was this was a conversation. This was a discussion. I wasn't just around for the fuck around. So I felt like that needs to also be brought into consideration too because we don't know the L that he took. It's the same thing when women come out, honestly, and they're just tired of being that other woman or that mistress and mm-hmm. she comes out like well hey actually buddy you know yeah. there's i was more than just this or i was more than just that so that could be where he stands i still feel like it was still attention seeking i still feel like it was mm-hmm. more than oh i want to pr- like you always say what's understood doesn't need to be explained regardless of mm-hmm. the light of the people of the tweets how famous you are how non-famous you are he knows the situation. But he knew what it was. And this clearly brought hella clout to his. It to did. His, it did. Um, but I, I, maybe maybe I'm misguided because he's not overdoing it. But, yes, he did bring attention to the situation. We wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't for uh, him doing that interview and sit down with Angela Yee. I agree with all of those points. But at the same time, too, he even said that he is unaware as to why or he can't speak to as to why or why not. Uh, or why didn't Jada speak out mm-hmm. about it after he seen after she seen the backlash that he was taking for whatever situation? Mm-hmm. And he said he can only control what he can control. Because of that, the thing that you just mentioned, Caprice, about his qu- his caption where he said, um, "Everybody got the courtesy call." As a Did man Jada, who have, I'm sure she's a part of everyone, mm-hmm. but as a man who has had to tell somebody something whether they were going to believe them or not, if you tell somebody something, especially if you know that whatever you're telling that person is true, mm-hmm. you've seen me, and especially you, both of you guys have seen me in action. If I react almost, I feel like I'm lying if I react. Mm-hmm. Because there's an old quote, um, might have been a Shakespeare quote, does protest too much, therefore I know the truth. Might be Julius Caesar specific. But essentially, that quote literally is what it says. You've protested too much, therefore I know the truth. Mm-hmm. You've reacted in such a way that have, has made me be like, oh, mm-hmm. you're working too hard to try to prove the opposite. So in August's case, I feel like it's the exact opposite for him. He's not reacting. He mm-hmm. said what he said. He's letting people run away with it. People are still over here, mm-hmm. like, still dragging his name. And he's <laughs> sitting there like, everybody got courtesy calls. Much love. Everybody do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm signing out. So I said what said I said. That. It is what it is. Whatever happens. I said I was honest about it. Mm-hmm. I've been in that position where you tell the truth, and people are going to run away with what they run away with. What you want me to do, bitch? 
And like I said, when a person shows you who they are, you believe them. When he said everybody got courtesy calls, I have no hate in my heart, that sounded real eerily reminiscent of that Breakfast Club interview where I mentioned that he walks in a room, he says, what's up? And then it's like, what are we talking for? Mm -hmm. Why am I finna keep talking? I said what I said, bro. Decode it, decipher it, do whatever the fuck you got to do. I do think I found a tweet that was kind of funny that said that uh, Jada got to keep her her, uh, her side dudes in check. And I kind of uh, thought about it and was like, I'm pretty sure that's it goes back to my statement about the NDA. I'm not Caprice made a very good point with him to be as open comfortable as and, and open about something like this. Maybe there wasn't one. Maybe they got comfortable and maybe it wasn't one. Again, nobody knows what they what they did and what they do. Mm-hmm. Even then, that goes back to intentions, but you can't prove intentions. You can't prove why he came out and said it. Who's to say that his heart didn't get lighter? Maybe it was weighing on him. That's true. Maybe it was. He goes through a lot, so. He goes through a lot. hell of a lot. I've been tired of people saying, like, oh, yeah. All he Jay does is get dragged for that, yeah. You know, bring along, boy. Like, making it seem like he uh, was her he already, dog almost and wasn't getting no attention from her. But And the fucked up, up part is. That. So that's understandable. Th- Rambo just told his story. For him to have battled what he's battled health-wise, and I'm not asking for, like, a pity pad party. I'm not. Mm-hmm. August doesn't need that. But for August to have been through what he's been through, for him to lose his brother, for him to uh, go through the battles that he's gone through health-wise, for him and then to and to bring in his nieces following the death of his sister-in-law, who knows how those comments about him wanting to be around a family, but who knows what that shit did to him? But nobody gave a fuck. So that's what I'm saying. So when artists commit suicide, then everybody wants to be like, oh, we wish we would have knew. You never cared. Mm -hmm. That's why, and this is not just a a shot at Jada, you know, the shoe fits. Don't be a mentor if you can't handle it. That's like a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. sleeping with their patient. It's deep. Don't try to mentor somebody if you don't have the self-control to still be attracted mm-hmm. to this person but say I won't let that line be crossed because you know where they stand mentally because you're supposed to be the one on a higher mental place to be helping them to be helping them so if you're going to mentor somebody I mean it, it gets to a point where you may not realize you're taking advantage but you are and I feel like that's what happened she didn't realize she was taking advantage she was. but she was how do, can you guys t- can you guys talk about that and maybe you guys can help me out because that's my question like how does a person go about living life and where like you're in a situation where you're taking advantage of somebody but you don't actively know that you're doing it like what what happens then is that possible to just not know and, and yeah, what do you to mean? literally be ignorant to it I have no clue well I mean yeah because I mm-hmm. feel like that's what happened I feel like she she was helping him whatever the case may be and then they might might have gotten really close and it starts off things start small they could have started flirting they could have started whatever if if it led to something deeper than that so in those times a person may not realize this is not just harmless flirting this is not just harmless even if it was sex this person is not mentally able to handle what i might throw at them after that so I feel like in the moment, they're not thinking about how deeper it can get. So That's going back to my dose statement in the beginning, are you saying that even in that, in that case, now I think I'm getting your point. In that case, if it's like, because I didn't think about it like patient, uh, doctor, like I didn't think about it that mm-hmm. way. Cause, but that's kind of the way it was presented to us. But if it is like a doctor-patient type thing and they did break that, going back to my dose statement, you're saying that that 
kind of negates the point. If she says like, hey, even if we do do something like I'm still married, we're still X, Y, and Z, like he, nothing is behind his back, like whatever, who knows what the rules were, if there were rules at all, if it even happened. If it was one of those situations to where she told him beforehand, is that, is that, does that make sense? Well, like she told him like what it was going to be. Yeah, like, like before, I'm, like remember how I made my original point about him being an adult? Now that you've given me the lens to look through of Dr. Patient, if that conversation still happened, should that conversation have not taken place to begin with? No, it's nothing wrong with it taking place. I just, you shouldn't be getting involved with somebody you're supposed to be mentoring. That means there- The conversation can take place, the action can never take place. That's what I'm saying. If, if you're trying to mentally help, so if you're with somebody who literally is at a place in their life where they're just not mentally there, you shouldn't even want to engage in, though, not saying they did, but you wouldn't mm -hmm. want to do that with their mental state. It, it, it's hard, like sex, they, emotions, mm -hmm. it's hard for them to handle that, especially if they get attached and then they lose you and it's like, wow, something else I lost. So mm -hmm. it just brings it back to not realizing you're taking advantage in like certain situations, but like you said, the conversation is fine to be had, like, oh, well, you know what it is, but act those actions shouldn't happen. You're literally, you're supposed to be mentoring somebody. Why even use that word? Because she said it. She said those mentoring. words. Like, did she, like, mentoring, helping? Didn't she mentor Jordan Woods after the Tristan thing? Was it Jordan Woods? I don't yeah. be knowing names, but I think it was whoever did the red, the first Red Table Talk where everybody started talking about it for the first time, I think. I think it was Jordan Woods. Yeah, I'm not sure, I but, I mean, I did look up. I don't see that she has a degree. So mm -hmm. she's she doesn't. Jada. Jada. So she's a successful black woman, and that's a fact. But with anybody, just because you have a lot of money does not make you qualified to do something without certain training. There's a lot of things you can do where you don't need extensive training. I can work at Subway and learn how to make a sandwich if I never knew before. Eventually, I'll get a hang of it. Mm -hmm. Something as deep as mentoring people and trying to psychologically help somebody you have to study that and you need to have a degree that's one of those things where I don't really want to take too much advice from you if this is just all what you taught yourself because there are laws in psychology that you need to learn there are actual stuff that's been around for a long time there's you need to get taught that I mean it's it's like being a nurse I, I can't teach myself to be a nurse and then go be like hey i Here's my certificate I made myself. I, I read every book in the world. About Can you teach yourself student. to be a police officer? <laughs> Never mind. No, you can't. Are you she sure you can't? No. How long did it take to be a cop? <laughs> Never mind. But, um, yeah, she just, I feel like she should be careful with the area mm -hmm. she's dabbling in when it comes to mentoring. Because if you are mentoring people, there that's those are thin waters treading on when you are getting involved. Like I said, it's, it's patient doctor. In her case, she doesn't actually have a degree, so it wouldn't be the exact mm -hmm. same thing. But it's patient she, mentor. She's hitting. She's hitting close waters with it, so that's you know you gotta be careful. I will say that um, as I've said before, what's understood don't need to be explained. So I think people are trying to figure out more than about just the situation. Mm -hmm. People are not necessarily just looking at it or, oh, did August and Jada do something? People are trying to figure out, oh, well, what are Will and Jada doing? Mm -hmm. What are Will and Jada? None of your fucking business. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Now, if you have questions about the August thing, because that's what has been brought to the mm -hmm. forefront, ask that. But asking if they have an open marriage and things of that nature, what it's fucking difference does it make if they have threesomes every Thursday? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't matter. Like, bro, what yeah, difference does it make? Yeah, all that doesn't matter. It just...
bringing other people into it and like hurting mm-hmm. them. But like you said, no, 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 nobody should end up hurting yeah. anybody's mm-hmm. any couple or not. Like your actions should not hurt, should be not be at the expense of anybody else. That goes without saying. And also, as old as she is, not that she's so old, but as old as she is versus him, it's so much older. Ex- you mean it's, yeah. it's called experience. It's wisdom. You sh- you it's certain things like you just that he doesn't know yet that mm-hmm. you know. You get me? Because you've that's lived it. You've experienced it. So for you to really take on being a mentor, that sh- that's what it all should have been. And the way August talks, it sounds like a love mm-hmm. scene. It at the same like time, too, out of at the same time, too, I've told you this before. I don't know August's situation with his parents. I'm not saying that he didn't have one with his parents. But have you ever seen a person who, um, I don't think it was, I don't, did she say motherly? I hope. Somebody I, said motherly, I think. I would hope she didn't say motherly. I, I don't think he did. I don't think he ever said that. I think that's one thing. I, I could be wrong either way. But I don't think he ever said that. But I think I heard somebody say that she said it. Not that I heard her say it. But if she said motherly, have you ever seen or heard of those situations where a person, let's say let's say a guy didn't know that. We always talk about it with women. Let me let me give the bullshit mm-hmm. women scenario that um fucking trash dudes always bring up because we talked about it on the pod before the women with uh with daddy uh issues. daddy issues yeah, yeah, they were yeah. saying people who like look for that like right. you know so, what i mean yeah, so yeah. anyway um that's another story in itself about daddy issues because i think some people just say that and don't really be understanding what it means but a woman who don't have their dad for instance let's say that somebody was like giving her the game just schooling her on certain things and she almost by default was kind of like, well, shit, you starting to look a little different. Like if, if the roles were reversed in terms of sex, I'm not trying to like say that she's off the hook, but does that, is that Jada's fault? She controls how far it goes. But if I'm giving you the game on certain shit and now you turn your eye and you'd be like, well, actually you starting to look different to me. That's not my fault. It's not, but if you take on the role mm-hmm. as helping and mentor, when she's brought up how they met, she said he literally came up to her like, man, I need help, mm-hmm. like life in general. That's the role you took on. These aren't just friends. These aren't just friend of a friend. She claimed she took on a role of helping and being a mentor and guiding him. So no, that can't happen is what I'm That's saying. why I say, because I feel that Jada took – him into her wing and she knew everything he's been through everything that he needed to be guided and she guided him into more than you know i had, I had a joke <laughs> for that i had a joke for that about more where she guided advice. him but I just i respect will way too much to even let that wing. joke fly <laughs> um so as i've said before i do want to address one more thing though before we get out of here i seen a tweet mm-hmm. that said that Nobody should be in a situation <laughs> over the age of 25. And I thought this was the perfect topic to, to mm-hmm. mention. Situationships. I've seen a tweet, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. It said situationships should not occur over the age of 25. I feel like situationships only occur after the after age of 25. 25. I feel like at 25, you're trying to get your life together, you know? At the very least, you've dealt with enough people to know what you. Oh, not trying to, yeah. Yeah, so you know what you will and you won't put Mm -hmm. up with. So if you're with somebody, just for sex, or if you're with somebody, just for the dates, or if you're with somebody, just for the look, Mm -hmm. you gotta know. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think after the age of 25 is when you know. I think under the age of 25, 
that's where people end up in situations where you this is weird coming off the August I've seen the conversation because both of them are over 25 but it's one of those things to where I feel like if you're under the age of 25 and you're in a situationship mm-hmm. somebody's gonna catch feelings catch feelings yep and then when you're 25, you should you should be grown enough to set it out on the table. Like, this is all I want from you, and that's it. And either we rocking or we not. Mm-hmm. Either we going all the way with it, or we or can we stop here with it, or we can we mm-hmm. can not even let it go any further. Caprice, what's your situation? Or what's your situation? What's your word or idea about situationships? Um, my idea, I'm over it. You're over situationships? <laughs> yeah. They're cool. I mean, I'm, They're like cool. you said, it's about knowing what you want, and mm-hmm. I know for me, I'm done with situationships. It's either we're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, date to be mm-hmm. together, or we're not gonna be together. We'll just be friends, or we'll just we'll, we won't be anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm good on situationships, but I can understand, like you said, you you know what you want, so you have a situationship for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm good on them. I don't wanna. I, for me, it's a waste of time. So we're letting snow rock in the background. Yeah. It's two pods in a row I've said the word situationships, and every time I say it, I'll be like, like snow. <laughs> I got to listen to snow. Um, have you listened to this album? No. I'm sure you know. No. I knew I knew you were getting there because you are looking at me. <laughs> so I'm going to send you this album right now. Wow. Please do so. Wow, I'm definitely sending you this. Um, where are you at? There it is. All right, so I'm sending you that entire album. You're going to love it. It's going to slap. Um, what else did I have? Pop Smoke, Don't Think I Forgot You. Rest in peace. We love you, Pop Smoke. New album, 50 Executive produced it. We appreciate you, Fit, for following through and doing something that the Wu Clan, I'm sure, would have would have <laughs> absolutely, or the Wu Clan does love. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing something that Pop Smoke would have loved, or at least we, we assume that to be that case. Um, so far, only positive things from his fans, Deluxe from his family. Soon. Deluxe coming mm-hmm. soon? I didn't even know that. She dropping news on me right now. Shout out to Steven Victor. Shout out to Push. Shout out to the team. Um, I haven't listened to it, so that's why I don't think I'm rushing through it. Um, probably going to start the next podcast with Pop. If not started with Pop, we'll definitely discuss Pop Smoke somewhere in there. Um, I am told you, I'm not letting you get out of here without me discussing why My your name, name is Rambo. We're going to get to that. <laughs> Caprice, you got something? Um, first of all, talk about the two topics you want to start the next pod with. Because... I, we 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 keep saying it and then we don't do it, so I apologize. Okay, so the next topics for the pod, one will be coercion, so we can let people know the actual definition. Some people seem to be confused, um, and then <laughs> I feel like I can't react because I'm so I'm like I want to I'm never mind. I have questions and I don't want to. Um, and then transgenders uh, disclosing. So two conversations I can't be a part of. I mean, if you, you can, if you want to. Uh, I don't think I want to. <laughs> I don't think I want to at all. You Did you have a point? That what you I'm going to say, it's not going to be negative. It's if you think it's negative, you probably don't have a counter argument. Hmm. What if, uh, I don't know if people mm-hmm. do. I don't even know what your argument is, but. Um, you know, I mean, it's facts. I'm going to bring, I'm just going to put facts together on what, how people, <laughs> put facts together. how people react in certain situations. And then I'm just going to compare it to another situation. That's all. Put it together. then. That's fine. Um, do I get into, do you want to get into your, t- your topic? You, I know you wanted to bring up something. You want to highlight something. I'm going to do it on my radio show tomorrow, but you, I'm all for you doing for the, it. Uh, just for the coercion, just so. Oh, I thought you had the, um. Oh, for wait, which one? 
not for next week for oh, uh soldiers? the oh, soldiers yes, point yes because yes, yes. yes. oh, that was the point you wanted to end on mm-hmm. i wanted vanessa again but you had another name as well oh uh, yes let me bring that up right now um obviously rest in peace to rest in Roman peace to soldiers. vanessa again and um the second name i'm unfamiliar i'm unfamiliar with the name i think i just found out this mm-hmm. morning i might have found out earlier today um but rest in peace to both of you you didn't rest in peace to brianna taylor i'm going to continue mm-hmm. to say that um just we failed you rest in peace to elijah mcclain is it mcclain or mccain let me not do that mm-hmm. i'm gonna just read from the so well for the most recent remains they found mm-hmm. um i don't know what it stands for elijah I'm not McClain. military so i'm sure anybody military would know uh or might that might mean private pvt gregory morales also killed at Fort Hood, his remains only found during an attempt to find Vanessa, I don't want to mispronounce Guillen, her last name. I think it's Vanessa Guillen. Guillen's Guillen. remains. Um, somebody in the post said this dude mattered. So he did matter. Gregory Morales, rest in peace to you. We failed you. The country failed you. Mm-hmm. We all failed you. We, I'm not sure. I don't say we because I'm the government. U.S. government failed him. As I always say, you guys know how it feels. Um, every Fourth of July, you guys know what 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 I'm gonna present, and what I'm presenting is go read "Born on the Fourth of July" by Ron Kovic. Yes, read "Born Fourth Born Fourth of July." Born on the Fourth of July, for and sure. um, the Willie Lynch letter. I I've said that a million times, but yeah, read that too. But as I've said before, especially at a time like this, I usually just go through um. Ever since 2013, maybe 2014, I've just kind of gone through and posted the book on on today and just said, go read it, and then talk to me. Um, This person to my right, (laughs) we go back to, (laughs) we go back to Cerritos days, and then going back to Cerritos days, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap up and get ready to get up out of here, guys. (laughs) This is episode 21, the conclusion of episode 21 of the ODP, the OD podcast. We appreciate you guys. I do just want to mention two things real quick. Anniversary for Emerson Enterprises LLC is 824. Blessings to Kobe Bean Bryant. You can't make this up. We make a year next year. We appreciate you guys. The anniversary for the podcast was in February, I believe. You guys know how I feel about the first year. I feel like I was learning. But that is still is something to appreciate, still is something to, to celebrate. So I thank you guys for that. Before I get out of here, let me tell this story. This person got the name <laughs> Rambo because we were playing charades at a conference. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving my clues. And I'm looking at it. And I said, oh, Sylvester Stallone, boxing movie. Can you guys guess what she said? Guess what I said. <laughs> Until next time, guys. The OD loves you.